I'm Jens, and I'm talking here. Most people today don't have any money. The Guardian, as of July 2018, reported that 80% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. It's easily said that there are many overqualified college students, desperate contract workers, and part-time employees scraping by to make it to the next paycheck on the horizon. Add to this, too, that per The Guardian, the typical American worker is earning around $44,000 a year, which, when adjusted for inflation, is no different than the wage earned 40 years ago. The reason for this is too enormous to cover here, but it's safe to say that most people are hurting or at the very least worried about their financial futures. This has fueled the popularity of the gig economy. Real-life microtransactions, basically, for services that are rendered by ordinary folks through behemoths like Uber, Lyft, Bird, and the like, acting as intermediaries between worker and consumer, often through a digital platform. It's a genius idea, someone thinks. My rent is due next month, and I'm a bit short on cash. Wait a second. I can ferry people around town using my vehicle as a taxi. I'll make a few hundred each month. My friend made $1,000 last month. He swears by it. I'm sold. And shortly thereafter, John or Jane Doe begins whisking around drunk people on a Friday night or a businessman on his way to the airport for a flight. Seems legitimate, right? That's because it is. Seems like the smart thing to do, right? Well, think again. According to MarketWatch for December 2017, the average Uber driver, per the loan company Ernest's reporting, earns $364 per month and a median of $155 a month driving for Uber. Uber is quite popular, so we'll stick with this company's statistics for the sake of ease. The average Uber ride trip is six miles. What is the wear and tear on a vehicle per mile? Right now, the average cost per AAA is 60.8 cents per mile, which it costs someone to drive their vehicle. That's basically $9,122 a year based on 15,000 miles of annual driving. The way that Uber works is that the drivers keep 75 to 80% of the total fare. According to thestranger.com, $1.01 to $1.35 per mile of the fare is kept by the driver. Let's do the math, and also be generous while we're at it. Don't forget, numbers averaged out and generous to boot probably create rosier pictures than the reality. $1.35 a mile. Of that, 60.8 cents is overhead, or cost of maintaining the business, or basically you maintaining your vehicle. That amounts to 74.2 cents of keepings for the driver. Nice, right? Hold on. If $364 is the average income of an Uber driver, that means they're driving 269.63 miles, which is $364 divided by $1.35 per mile kept, which equates to 269.63 miles driven just to keep in their pocket, after the expense of operating a vehicle, $200.06. Easy peasy. Nothing to worry about here. Well. Let's take into consideration that the average U.S. driver puts 1,000 miles onto their car per month per The Motley Fool. That comes up to $602 a month of expenditures on a car per mile, not including the miles driven for gig economy use. This means you could look at it from the standpoint that you're putting miles on your car to afford putting miles on your car. Yes, someone is making more money per month, 
But compared with the example of 50 years ago, that was only the equivalent of making $27.58 a month extra. Goods cost 86.21% less than prices in 2018 per 2013.com, which is an inflation calculation website, which we're calculating from 1968 to 2018. In the 60s, a dollar could buy you three gallons of gas. Today, gas is $3 a gallon. $200 today is 66 gallons. $27 in the 60s was roughly 77 gallons at 35 cents per gallon. Today, milk is $3.50 a gallon. $200 today is 57 gallons of milk. $27 in the 1960s was roughly 28 gallons of milk. That shows that driving for Uber is worth it in the long run, right? No. By today's standards, you need to make basically sevenfold of what $200 today was back then, $27, just to basically double your milk purchasing power. You see the point here. Yes, drivers make some money when taking part in the gig economy that has emerged in the last few years, namely driving a personal taxi service. But all it merely does is put a bandage on a gaping wound of a problem and prolong the outcome of where inflation is heading us toward. If the driver wants to make that roughly extra $200 per month, those gallons of milk and gasoline would be coming out of an already strained income due to inflation if they weren't acting on it and actually making that $200. People are making less for basically the same or arguably more work. Wages haven't increased and no one really thinks about it. Instead, we work more and put miles on our vehicles, which will likely and invariably add to more maintenance in the future just to basically stay at status quo from those that lived earlier in this generation. When you break down the numbers, you can't escape the fact that inflation hits home and it hits hard. Well can always count depreciation and perhaps miles on your taxes, right? But how many people are doing that? Next time you're in a ride-sharing service getting shuttled to your next destination, ask your driver two questions. How long have you been doing this? And secondly, do you deduct the miles or count depreciation on your taxes? The answers may surprise you, or the pause before the answer that is. Quod capitiosus sapientes. Be smart. Be wise. For listening to this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed what you've listened to. If you'd like, you can download the Anchor app and leave a voice message. You might make it into the next episode. 